all who come to this happy place, welcome. The moment has arrived to welcome the world to Euro Disney. Welcome, curious friends. Come on, everybody. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of the 8092 podcast. Can't believe it's only the fifth one. Uh, very excited to be here to talk uh, this week with my two co-hosts. The first one, you know him very well now. He's been on every single show, the famous bearded Disney man. It's Curious Axel. Hello, Axel. Hello, huh? And a, uh, a, you've, you've met him before. He was here on the very first episode, and then he was our producer for the other episode. But he's back today as a co-host of the podcast. It is Michael McNeela. Hello, Michael. Hi. Hey, Michael. <laughs> you're back. I'm back. So glad to have you back in a speaking role. Uh, for your, uh, if you must know, he was always on camera with us, uh, making faces. But now he's uh, also um, making, talking. yeah, making sound. <laughs> <laughs> Lots to talk about this week. Uh, we are going to have three main topics. Um, the uh, first one is going to be Marvel because a lot has been happening since our last um, show. And the second one, we're going to be talking about the end of the Halloween season, and uh, sort of be we're going to be talking about basically everything that's happened and uh, and what we think about it. And the third one is the reason why uh, this episode is slightly later than usual. It is the Christmas season. We wanted to wait until the season had officially started, so we could get a good impression of the season and start talking about it on the show. So, let's start with our first topic. Uh, we have been talking about it for a while. And it's officially official. Uh, Marvel will be coming in summer 2018 at Walt Disney Studios. Um, I had uh, the privilege to be invited to London Comic Con and meet the Disneyland Paris teams uh, behind uh, the main event so far because this is really all we know about. Uh, it is the Marvel stunt show that will be coming to uh, Cinemagique in June. And we actually just found out today that it might be June seven uh based on the uh, uh calendar of reopenings of the attractions uh lots to look forward to on this show i uh you know i've, I've heard from the uh producer and and a lot of people involved in the show when i was at comic con and they are very excited and we're talking about people who have been working on shows like rivers of light at animal kingdom and uh, coming from Marvel, people who've been working on Mission Breakout, uh, so people who are very familiar with uh, shows, Nighttime Spectaculars, the Marvel brands, so we're not just playing in our little GLP field here. Uh, it, should be, uh, it should be a very interesting show. What do you guys think about uh, Marvel? Are you a Marvel fan? Are you looking forward to it? I'm, I'm not a big Marvel fan. For, for all I know, the one thing I heard was, first of all, the Marvel show, so the one that should start on uh, the 7th, should be a multi-million uh, euro show. So the, the, the prices I've heard for the things they've done until now are quite ridiculous. So You have prices? Um, yeah. So they're talking about 20 million uh, investments So for all the stuff they did inside of the uh, Cinemagique Theater. On the other hand, I have seen the filming they did, like, what was it, a week, two weeks ago? Have you seen that <laughs> wig of Thor? There was an issue with the Thor wig. There was, there uh. was a big issue. I, was, I, was, I didn't know what I was watching. 
I was I was really thinking, is this a RuPaul's Drag Race or is this a taping for Disneyland Paris? I think I was, this is an insult to RuPaul's Drag Race, which has is, much better is. wigs than, than what we've seen on Hollywood Boulevard. But remember, you know, we've seen a lot of filmings at Disneyland Paris. It looks really silly and weird, and then you see it in post-production, and it looks amazing because they fix everything. So hopefully they can smooth out that wig. Yeah, I hope so. But I hear you. And this was uh, Captain America was there as well during the filming. We're talking about Thor, by the way, in case you, yeah, we, we mentioned that. Uh, Captain America was there, and uh, Spider-Man was not there as much as not, uh, from what we've seen, but uh, mini Spider-Man were there. We had a bunch of kids in Spider-Man outfits. Yes, and apparently just two days ago, there was a taping uh, at and around Rock and Roller Coaster that would involve a certain Iron Man. And for the people who are listening who did extra magic hours, they will know because for the last three days, so November 9th until 13th, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster wasn't open for extra magic hours. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, but we didn't. We don't have any pictures of that. Everything was really closed off, so it wouldn't bring us anything. The whole site was closed off. But that's some information I've heard left and right. Huh? Interesting. I love that you're keeping some little nuggets for the podcast. Uh, Michael, are you a Marvel fan? I am a recent Marvel fan, as in the movies that came out in the last like decade, half a decade, got me into it. Okay. But I haven't like traveled back to like through the comics and things to actually see what's going on. Uh, so you're a movie Marvel fan, I think yeah. a lot of people in your in your situation. That's kind of how I am. And I, I wasn't reading the comics. Were you reading the comics, Axel? No, not at all. No. I'm a Marvel fan since uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That must be it. <laughs> so that's very recent. That's very recent. Um, I was like when I was brought up, I was more like. Everything that's more on the DC side, you know, the, the Batman and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not, I don't feel the pressure now that Disney bought it, that I have to be a Marvel fan. So I could just go without uh, Spider-Man and, and all the other ones. But I do love Guardians of the Galaxy. That's why I know we're going to have a tower. Huh. And, and if, uh, if, you know, since we're on the topic, uh, I don't think uh, we had an episode since I came back from Disneyland Resort in California. And, you know, I, I was always, uh, I was shocked at first, like I think most people when uh, we started talking about Tower of Terror changing to Guardians of the Galaxy. Then I started getting a bit excited about it. I was looking forward to try it in California. And let me tell you, Tower of Terror needs to go like yesterday. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know, I know, Michael, you're a fan. Did you do Monsters After Dark, or was that like a... I did as well, and, you know, both were uh, really just amazing. Okay. Really amazing. Uh, it's the first time It's the first time that I see people... Uh, I mean, obviously, it's a completely different theme, so you wouldn't expect that in Tower Terror, but uh, people are cheering, people have their hands up, not just because it's going up and down, but because they're just jamming around, and... The scenes are hilarious. The lines are hilarious. The pre-show is absolutely hilarious and very well done. Is that Disneyland? Yeah, it's a really just uh, really surprising. Uh, very much of an adult ride of sorts, if that makes any sense. And uh, the execution is also uh, stunning. The um, 
I'm not gonna reveal too much if you haven't seen, you know, spoilers. But uh, everything that the screens, the it, there are screens, but it's really, really well done and really funny. I, there's also several versions. You get a different song every time. They have a Halloween version that they just baked in from the start. Really, uh, really, really good surprise on my end. So hopefully, it happens. You know, I I was talking to the Marvel guy at the, at Comic Con and. Uh, he had work on Guys and Galaxy, which got me really, probably too excited. Uh, and um, and I told him, you know, I know you can't say anything, but when you do bring it to Paris, I'm very excited. Uh, please do a great job. Uh, so, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, it's still on the at the rumor state, but at this point, I think it's been relayed so much that uh, it just has to be. Yeah, it's being talked about by some uh, as if it's more than a rumor. <laughs> It is, yeah, yeah. it is more than a rumor, and people can call me crazy, but it is more than a rumor. It's going to come, be sure that. It's it's going to start, what, we're going to start in March? That gives us now for, right. what, about five months still to go? They're going to start at uh, putting up the scaffolding on the backside of uh, the tower to start work on that. And then once uh, that's all started up, they're going to change the whole uh, queuing area and they're gonna change the, the the actual shop that we have now. Um, so the shop is gonna change, the, the exit is gonna change, and the rose garden, where you come out of the shop now, in Tower of Terror, and then you, you walk into the rose garden. That's what it's called. That's yeah. gonna become a queuing area. But it's already a queuing area, no? No, no, that's that's the exit. On the left side, if you go out to the, the store, on the left side, you see a little queuing area. Yeah. The right side, that's also going to be a queuing area. Okay. okay. I'm yeah. confused. There's already an extensive outdoor queue. So this is an extension or a replacement? It's going to be an extension. Oh, okay. So hmm. they're going to extend the, the, the outside queue. And to do that and to do those works, people that are going to ride, because the ride is not going to close, just to make sure not that, they are going to exit the uh, fire exits on the side of the boutique of the shop and you're going to come out next to the toilets how lovely mm -hmm. little insights <laughs> there you go guys just shows you where the tower tower is going to the toilets yeah. um and that's yeah, not i the didn't only i ride. didn't really see i didn't really see the queuing area in this line because you kind of have to ride it with a fast pass otherwise you will lose your <laughs> It's a bit of a flight of passage uh, situation over there. At least when I went, it was still quite fresh and they had the Halloween overlay. So especially at night, if you want to ride it after six o'clock, if you don't have a fast pass, don't even bother. Even for fast pass, the, the queue to enter was like 15 minutes. Talking about new rides, come on. Can we leave the loopings excitement out of here? Oh man, I need to call those guys. Come on. <laughs> I want, um, if somebody's, everybody who's listening here, you can comment. We like that you comment a lot on uh, our Eden 92 Twitter. So go on Twitter, tell us what's on your mind. Is Disneyland Paris going to get a Tron-like ride, more like a motorcycle ride or not? Because that's what they're telling us. So Loopings came out with the news that Disneyland Paris had placed or had asked for uh, a price inquiry for a motor coaster at Vekoma. So, so let's start from the beginning. 
you know, if you read our forum, you can go up in the post. And we've been talking about Tronco Star coming to Disneyland Paris instead of the Moteur Action um, bleachers um, for about a year and a half. Uh, so it's always been sort of in the pipelines and it's definitely an option just like a lot of things are options and just because uh, You know they've placed a quote with a manufacturer doesn't mean that it's gonna happen anytime soon I don't think that is the priority at all. No, but it's 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 crazy how it's get how it get picked up the news like that and you see local media you see uh, big-time media uh, our friends on the other side of the ocean are also talking about it so it's it's picked up everywhere so what you have to think most if we if we hear other things we know that they once uh, asked for for a price inquiry uh, at mac for a similar water ride uh, never came nothing came from that but nobody knows because that wasn't that big of a deal but now this seems like the whole big deal why Just the time they thought they would release it. I don't know. I think our friends at Lupines have been, have been a bit frustrated with uh, the news coming out recently and uh, Disneyland Paris being very tight-lipped about a lot of things. So Yeah, yeah. well, we will see. The future would tell us. But first, we're going to get Guardians of the Galaxy Tower. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. The thing is, um, you know, at Comic-Con, they, they told us about, a lot about the show um, well, a lot. They told us a little bit about the show, namely that uh, you know Iron Man was going to be uh, flying uh, on stage. Uh, some superheroes going to be flying over the audience. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a 360 experience with things happening all around you, with projection, with live action, of, of course. Um, lots of new technologies. So something that we haven't seen in any of the shows at Disney Paris, apparently. So it should be a it should be an interesting uh, an interesting show. Uh, the one thing they didn't tell us is the name, which will come at a later date because things are just more fun that way. And also, what about meet and greets, which are definitely coming? Where are they coming? Is it going to be out of animation? Are they going to take over uh, Stitch Live? Are they going to take over Armageddon? Um, what is going to happen to Rock and Roller Coaster? Because I think that's also a franchise that's going to ripe to be exiting the Disney sphere. You know, um, who is gonna who's gonna take over? I think the latest rumors that we have heard is uh, Spider Man, and <laughs> there. Are, okay, so my co-hosts are doing the three, two, one uh, countdown of Rock and Roller Coaster. <laughs> I could very much see a Spider Man Rock and Roller Coaster. I think it would work with New York decors. You're just flying through New York like uh, Spider-Man. So I think it would work, but we shall see. So not much. We don't know much more. We just know that it's happening and it's going to be a fun show. And uh, I'm sure uh, once Christmas is over, we'll start hearing again about uh, Marvel Summer of Superheroes. Anything else on Marvel, guys? Anything else you want to add apart from Thor's wig? Oh, actually, I wanted to add, not specifically, well, not generally about Marvel, but specifically about the supposed changeover of the tower and how, uh, I just thought I'd get it in now, given that we're on the topic. I yeah. am really sad that the Twilight Zone theming will be going, but it's like selfish sadness because I really like TV series. But I realize 
like if I try and step back from my love of the TV series, that the Guardians ride is a better, like more up to date ride for like thrill seekers of today, I guess, than what the Tower of Terror is, and it relates more to people. So and when I think of that, I'm really excited for it to come. But like a part of me is really sad that like my delightful like Rod Serling is going away. <laughs> yeah, and this podcast, this podcast is getting special. I know 10 people who saw the TV show and Michael is one of them and he's here in our podcast. <laughs> <That's amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there are many reasons. The franchise apparently costs money and like you say, it doesn't relate to guests as much as maybe it should. And there's also something else is that, you know, in Paris and in California, we've always gotten the second grade version of this ride. You you were just in Disney World, Michael. You've done you've done it at, um, at Hollywood Studios, I'm assuming. And um, it is just is a completely different experience over there. You have ride vehicles that are just uh, move out of the elevators. You have more scenes. You have just uh, a different experience. It's a bit more interactive. It's a bit more three D. Uh, so maybe it's not a bad thing that we're losing sort of the lesser copy version of the Tower of Terror. You know how uh, you guys were saying that like there's only ten people that have watched the TV show, uh, tongue in cheek. <laughs> Everyone that's ridden the ride, Tower of Terror, has seen part of an episode of the TV show. Well, Just turn out there. Well, <laughs> or have they? Out. Because you know, you know what it's made from. Have you seen the original footage? I have. From yeah. When he's actually pointing at a map. A right? map. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, he goes yeah, all the way clever. to this is a, and then a changeover where it cuts to like an elevator. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah, love yeah. that. Very well done. Very, very clever. Very well done. <laughs> Like when I describe that to people, they can't believe that like the show from the fifties is actually in the ride, and the, how it was done. I find it so cool. Yeah, but it is it is a fun way. It, it, it in a fun way. It, it is IP, but it is not IP in a way that it's not more, relevant IP. You know, I guess recent IPs are being put into the park. So yeah. it is almost a unique Disney ride because whoever thought let's do a Let's do a show about uh, the Twilight Zone, and it's sort of a very uh, crazy gamble, I think, that they took back in the day, and that they might not take today. Realistically, back in the day, surely it still wasn't a very relevant IP. There was yeah, no like, there wasn't exactly like elaborate reruns of the TV show. It was, it was like an old TV show that wasn't rerun very much or syndicated, I believe. So it's an odd IP to choose in the yeah. first place. I mean, it, it, it fits somewhere, somewhat in, you know, Disney's Hollywood studio, the theme, Hollywood and everything. So yeah. it, it made sense in that way. And I mean, they had it, but, so why not, know. I guess, because of the partnership with, is it ABC or something or CBS? I forget. Um, I'm not sure, actually. Oh, no, what wait, they licensed it separately. Don't worry. Thinking out loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is it for Marvel. We're going to come back in just a minute and we're going to be talking briefly about the end of the Halloween season. Um, so don't go anywhere, we'll be back right after this. Halloween, boo to you and you. It's not so very scary. It's really not so scary. 
to podcast our next topic for tonight is the halloween season uh we've been obviously talking about the halloween season before it happened while it was happening and uh now we just wanted to make a little um you know discussion about um the end of it i don't think 2017 will be a season that will be sorely missed uh if i'm not mistaken the most popular items were the new uh Coco inspired, but absolutely not related to Coco uh, decorations in Frontierland, and also uh, Mickey and Minnie's costumes and Donald's costume, which is fun, but is a bit on the lighter side for uh, Halloween season. Uh, I think uh, Goofy's um, skeleton party uh, was a bit of a disappointment for everyone, and the villains rolling down their tricycles were villains on tricycles. So, Axel, you have also been to uh, this year's Halloween party, the ticketed event, uh, and uh, when we talked about it, you were actually... I'm, was... I'm amazed. You talked like 45 <laughs> seconds of a season that I would say to just skip to the party because, jeez, we haven't seen anything there. Okay, the, the Mickey and Minnie costumes, they were awesome. Um, I liked that they had still a free set well, for the people that are not um, big Disney fans, a free set is where they, at, uh, for example, now it was 6.30 p.m., they just walked around uh, the back of Frontierland near uh, Cowboy Cookout, and you could just go walk up to them, take a picture, not standing in line like they would meet and greet normally. So that was cool. That was something they did last year with the villains on Town Square. Okay, so I'm done about the good stuff. Uh... The rest, I don't know. The Halloween season, we, we can... The decorations were nice, those big things. Hopefully they bring them back they... next year and don't just... The decorations in Frontierland, yeah, right? But because they yes. didn't go anywhere else. They were nice, <laughs> and I'm sure that yeah. people are going to appreciate them more once they've seen Coco, although they weren't actually inspired on or from Coco. Because if you see uh, those little short pieces from the movies, you see those statues and things coming back. So I think we're going to understand those decorations more once we've all seen Coco the movie. Uh, but then, yeah, I mean, the yeah. ghosts in Frontierlands, they weren't supposed to be there. They could have just left them somewhere in the barn. Uh, Michael, did you die? Did you no, just like he die? He was crying because Michael is a big Thunder <laughs> fan, big Frontierland fan, and big theming and imagineering fan. And I, I, yeah, this was just too much. I wasn't. I've been more upset about lesser things. Uh, <laughs> okay. Wow. The I thought when they put ghost. those phantoms in front of Phantom Manor, which so that... sounds like it would make sense, but not those no, phantoms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the one bit. When I saw that, that was a bit frustrating because it didn't feel thematically like a match at all. 
like with what was happening like especially inside the attraction it yeah. didn't carry through but like okay this is gonna sound silly but i was really sad that the ghosts like the ghosts okay fine they didn't really fit in frontierland in my opinion like the style of them but also they'd been like screwed to the floor like then they have to be i guess but it means that Frontierland's going to have all these like random holes on the floor that are going to be filled in like <laughs> for ghosts that might not come back next I season. I love that's your concern, though, but that's a valid concern. Multiple are they, are they those holes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, yeah of they course. Are? And they'll paint it, but it'll still look like in like 20 years, someone will walk past and they're like, I wonder why there's these weird like filled in but holes. But you don't see like, them. You don't see them the because floor. people throw their cigarettes there. Oh, no, that's right. You can't smoke in the park. Oh, sorry. Forgot that. That... <laughs> Well, on the side note, they now have a flyer that it can give to guests yes. if they're smoking. Well, when people say, oh, sorry, I didn't notice, throw their cigarettes immediately on the floor, close the air. Okay. Um, well, if you're smoking, you need somewhere to extinguish your cigarette when you're done with it, so you yeah. can use the flyer. It burns it up and you're right in your hands. <laughs> yeah, I think for, for Halloween this year, I mean, we're just going to have to forget it as soon as possible. Uh, the party was, was, was good, though. The party uh, was, was nice, enjoyable. Uh, although you have all those different kind of animations and not programmed on any timetable, you can never, I don't think you can ever see everything that this night has to offer. But you have a, a parade that's on the plan. You know when the parade is gonna walk past by and that's okay. You had the laser show, the Buzz Lightyear's laser show. I. I don't know why good? Boss was in it, because I would leave that out. So Buzz Lightyear can just keep him away from the show. But the show itself was amazing. It, it was truly amazing. Go check out the video on ED92 YouTube channel. And you'll see the laser show there. <laughs> those, those guys are... They were amazing. That was really a surprise. I, are we assuming that they're a, a mm-hmm. theater yeah. troupe uh, from yeah. outside the resort? Not, oh, that's not, not even in-house. assuming. It's not in-house. Uh, Just in uh, the, uh, the the Adventureland animations as well, uh, I think. With the big structures, the light structures. Yeah, well, which have been to the park before, but I don't think... Well, you Disney see, that was one. You had those uh, bullhorn things. I don't know, with, with a little bull that was fire-breathing or dragon. I don't know. They all had those bullhorns on them. That was in Frontierland. We didn't, we didn't get to see them. Because we were waiting for the parade, going to the show, and then you have the uh, Han Solo scene where he's like the Jabba the Hutt, you know, when he's in the wall. People oh, could right, reenact yeah. that. It's a giant, yeah. um, it has a name. When you yeah. put your hand on it or your face on it, they have little ones. And then but that the was a funny giant thing one. was uh, people were all doing that. It was really funny. And then they also did it with their mouth open so you could see that in the, the sculpture with the but they never cleaned it off one after another. So is, I was going to say, that is was that not at all hygienic. So I just watched, <laughs> I filmed it, but I said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to place my mouth in there where a hundred other people's were like, so that wasn't yeah, that's weird. Not that hygienic. Uh, the parade wasn't bad. It was the same music as last. It, it was actually the same as last year, but it wasn't bad. We had the dragon that, that came with it. So that was not too bad. Yeah, that's good. And let's face it, that was the only time and place that you could see that parade uh, this year. Well, well not that parade. That, not those floats. That parade, the floats it's only from the, the floats parade. and the floats with the villains on them. So 
cohesive floats villains. It isn't really cohesive. Yeah. And then the music is just... Yeah. It, it's royalty-free. So that's that's the one positive right. thing I can say about the music. It's royalty-free. Michael, did you go to the party or did you have friends? You said you had first-timers go to the party. Yeah, I had first-timers, like friends that were going to Disneyland Paris the first time. And they were going over Halloween and booked the party. And they had all good things to say about it. There was nothing... like. There was obviously no context from previous trips or like experience at Disneyland Paris in other Halloweens, but they right. liked it as like new people going. Of course, it's a great party. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's I mean, it. they didn't mention anything bad about Halloween either, but I don't know if that's because they don't know what they're missing, sort of thing. I assume they thought that the party was yeah. it. Yeah. That was Halloween, Maybe. so that would be Maybe. cool. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Of but... course. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, <clears throat> we'll see what it's... happens next year. Um, you know, the the brochure is out this year, and there's no mention in it of um, regular ticketed party for Halloween next year, which was sort of the rumor that that we had heard. But also in last year's uh, brochure, I don't think they mentioned ticketed party for New Year's. No, and one they? of the things is about ticketed uh, events. It took a long time that to the party to actually sell out. I mean, last year or the year before that, we were talking about between 30 and 60 days before the event, the event would be sold out. We got the message like a week before the event that was sold out, 10 days maybe. So that yeah. took a while to sell out. So I don't know. So do you think there's not a market for it's it It's sold out, so there is a market. The, the timing there's the a market timing, for one but is there a market for depends on the six. price and the offerings so yeah. I think personally it wouldn't be a bad thing I would make I would make the trip for that and book a special ticket to have this sort of um, you know high end experience for Halloween but but then that would mean that during the day it would basically remain as it is uh having maybe Skeletoon would move to Main Street next year or something like that as it will happening twice a day. Uh, but <laughs> Axel no, is just, waving his just head. Just leave though. the parade and then give um, the people that. <laughs> well, no, if you're going to have a private party and, and, and have a ticketed event, then it's gonna, if it's going to be in a U.S. park, uh, you are not going to have a Halloween parade. I had a chance, by the way, of going to the U.S. Uh, Mickey's Not So Scary at Walt Disney Ooh. World. And I, like we weren't... It, kind of happened totally fluke we weren't intending to do it and my my mindset on those is that there's so much going on that i don't want to go to it because there's no chance of me even like taking it in like i i spend like a week at a resort because it takes me so long to take everything in and yet there's like 10 to 15 of these like events happening all around the park on one night in the span of like five six seven hours it i don't know i don't the like that so you think it's too good? Yeah, annoying. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a terrible. Like, I guess it's a good, a good uh, reason for me to. Well, say you have no. everything. You yeah. have the the characters. You have the trick or treating. You have the parade. Exactly. You have. There's that's so awesome. If you plan accordingly, then you can do a lot. You can really do a lot. I don't know. You have to go with Axel next time, Michael. Maybe. 
Maybe. Do you charge for tour guides, Axel? <laughs> I will discuss that with my, my Michael alone, please. <laughs> we could start a new branch of ED92, ED92 tours. Don't get, don't uh, <laughs> give people any ideas. So we get a call of Disney, you know. We have our own tours, you know. Oh, but you know what so, is sold out? Yeah. A New Year's Eve party. So, okay, let's talk about that. Is it... The New Year's party is sold out if you're not staying at a hotel, if you're not buying a meal. It's sold out but to... if you're going to book a room, we haven't managed to get confirmation on that, but I'm pretty sure if you book a room... Have you gotten confirmation, Axel? 30,000 tickets are sold. And that, and that was the limit. For sure. On the other hand, that was also the thing for the Halloween soiree with actually an attendance of 33,000, uh, 33, sorry. Okay. So they, will so be they have a 10% margin, um, but the only reason why the tickets are sold out is because they actually, so Disney actually sold the tickets to its own restaurants. So there's a, there's a little structure. Right. But if you go, for example, if you take the meal at Lobert's at, at what, 250, 300 euros, they are going to give you your ticket. You don't have to pay entrance. But... Well, because then you can't access the restaurant if you don't yeah, have a ticket. <laughs> but that's why the party is also sold out. L'Auberge de Cendrillon right. bought an amount of tickets to give their guests. Jack's restaurant bought an amount of ticket to give their guests. And then they still have a fluent stock of about 3,000 tickets for hotel guests or they call it if, if they have any situation tickets. Everybody can have right. a situation and they have a 10% margin right. on that. As in guests who maybe have booked their rooms and maybe they were told but they didn't pay attention <laughs> or they didn't understand that you would need a ticket to enter Disneyland Park that night and then the whole family is very disappointed and they're staying at Disneyland Hotel and then magically a few tickets. Yes, well noted. Uh, <laughs> the margin tickets are full price tickets. So even if, it, okay. if they... That's good. Well, of course, it's a full, it's a full event, so it's not going to be like uh, Electroland when they basically... No, I mean, if, even if you have uh, a restaurant booking, uh, well, the restaurant booking, it, they give you your tickets. But if you have an Infinity Pass, for instance, you're there with a family of 12 and your two cousins want to come and you're there with 14, they say, I have an Infinity Pass. Those two are going to get their tickets, no worries, but they're going to pay full price. Yeah. Interesting. Well, good. You know what? People need to start paying full price for Disneyland Paris, so... Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it's going to go back up in the green, and I'm pretty sure Walt Disney Company is quite set on having that park back in the green, so hopefully it's it will coming. happen. All right, so we're going to just close the veil of Halloween and hope it all goes away and start fresh next year. <laughs> But what's all exciting right now is the Christmas season. So we're going to take another quick break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about everything that is new at the Christmas uh, of Disneyland Paris this year. 
Uh, we'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the ED92 podcast, as my two co-hosts are just making head movements when I say that, that's great. Uh, <laughs> the next topic on the show uh, today is the Christmas season, and we had been talking about it a little bit, what was coming up, and it sounded like they actually had done a really good job this year and added quite a lot of things, um, and they actually did. Lots of good feedback, a lot of complete contrast uh, from Halloween, uh, everyone seems to be Mostly happy, we'll talk about the weird things, or actually the weird thing for me, but um, let's start, uh, we're going to start uh, uh, from morning to night, so the first thing that uh, people are excited about is Santa Goofy is in front lot uh, from the morning, instead of his uh, usual producer outfit, he is now uh, Santa, well he's not Santa, but he's wearing Santa, Santa Goofy! Santa Goofy, I think that's a good meet. I think it was already at Disneyland Paris a few years ago, wasn't um, it? I don't know if it, if he, he greeted the um, guests in, in that costume. Last year they had okay. it for the uh, 
sort of big band music animation in Videopolis. Um, right. But that no one really came to see. Yeah, but we'll but get this to that. year he's like, yay! This is this is cool. That's good. I think it's a great one. Also, uh, PS love the umbrellas. I know they're not new, but I, I just think they're awesome. I don't think I really noticed. No, that and the before. backdrop is, is also little... Christmassy. So you have the Hollywood backdrop. You have palm trees, but there's like yeah, yeah. I mean, Christmas decorations inside the palm trees. So that's a nice thing they did. It said also Happy Holidays on the backdrop. It's it's cool if you take a picture, but with the umbrellas, you you don't see a thing. But it's. Right. But hopefully it's not raining every day and they're not so close to the background. No, it's, it's really, it's a nice. And there's a photo pass. There it is. is? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It is let's Christmas. Let's go to the next character who doesn't have... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the thing, the thing that's uh, <clears throat> when it comes to characters of the studio, um, people seem to be very happy about uh, Sana Goofy. The thing that is a little bit um, less enjoyable is that I think a lot of people had started having uh, traditions of taking photos with Mickey and Minnie in their wonderful Christmas outfits. They're really beautiful outfits. Um, <clears throat> this year, um, they've moved to Art of Animation for some uh, reason. Well, well, mainly because Goofy is in front lot. Um, and they're not together anymore. So if you want to meet Minnie, you can go there. Afternoon. I think in the afternoon. It's, afternoon? it's really... Well, the first weekend she was there in the morning. It... No, it's 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 a bit um, weird and confusing because if you uh, just take the the program, which I have happened right. to have here on me, then uh, we can meet Minnie as from one thirty until four p.m. But right. at that same place. It doesn't say that you can meet Mickey as from 10 a.m. So it doesn't say. You you have to take a guess. And on the sign on top of the door, it says meet Minnie. But on the signs on the wall next to the entrance, it says meet Mickey from 10 a.m. And then you can yeah. meet Minnie in the afternoon. Doesn't it also say somewhere Minnie or friends? Yes. As like a get out. It <laughs> does say Minnie or friends on the top of the door. <laughs> it's It sounds like they just really didn't know what to do until the last minute and everything was well, printed. I, <coughs> the only thing, Sorry. and then that's, that's a point that I want to really bring out here. We were there... Uh, the last two days, well, yesterday and the day before that, it was a terrible weather because it is Paris, you know, rain, cold. People were starting to stand in line for the Meet Mickey, so at, at 10 a.m. They didn't open the doors to let the people wait inside. So people had to stand in the cold and in the rain for the Meet Mickey in Art of Animation but the building of Art of Animation has an indoor waiting line, has lots of space for people just to stand there warm and dry, and they didn't allow people in. What was even worse is that the cast member who came was yelling at guests, can I please enter the shop? I have to work here. But it was pouring rain, so people were just standing close to the door, freezing. And she was angry at guests that they were standing in front of the door i was like you mean it's it's bad weather for everybody just open the door why can't they just 
open the door let people stand inside and you know what the, the the thing is that's the only bad thing i'm gonna tell all the rudders are mostly good people waited in the rain they open the doors people can finally go in to dry a little and then the first day they say well because of the weather we're not sure mickey's gonna make it <laughs> then there's like a thing in people their eyes they say are you kidding me? And then you see a little twitch in some guests. And then you say, oh, guests are rude, but guess why? And that same thing, by the way, happened for Mickey and a Magician. Totally not Christmas, totally not. But people had to wait in the rain. And they have a queuing I area. I saw that, yeah. I saw your photos as well. They have a queuing well. <laughs> area underneath. So why would you let people stand in the rain? If somebody at Disneyland Paris is listening to this podcast, and I know you are because you're tweeting and stealing our pictures. Don't worry about that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, if somebody <laughs> listens to that, please, it, it rains, it's cold. We're not in Florida. We're not in California. Uh, let people wait inside or at least a place where it's dry because it's, it's just not fun. It, it ruins your day. Uh, you have to start your day and you're already wet and cold. And it's just not fun, especially not if you do have uh, the place to let people wait. And I'm sure it comes from scheduling and procedures and all that kind of stuff, but they need to look into this when it's not nice weather to at least send one person to let people in and, and watch them well before the, the, the place opens. But hopefully soon our information will be completely remodeled and hopefully we'll have more angel queues open from opening of the park. Oh, let's hope so. so. But that was the only bad thing. Mickey was very cool. Yeah. And also people not being very happy about not meeting both characters at the same time. I understand that sure, you know, they have to stretch their crew because, and, and we'll, you'll notice as we keep talking about the Christmas season that Mickey is in every single thing. Yes, Everything. but on the other hand, is it called Goofy's Christmas? Mickey's there. Is it called you know Mickey's Big Band and everything? Mary Stitchmas Mickey is there. I love Mickey, and he should be in a lot of things. But for this Christmas, he's very don't, overworked. Don't forget, we get uh, we we did get for Halloween, as we just said, we did get Mickey and Minnie together, which was really awesome. That's true. And now for Christmas, I mean, yeah, Mickey can't be everywhere at once. Or can he? Magic everywhere. Can. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <clears throat> and that little is something that that a guest uh, texted me, uh, messaged me, and and then we'll go back to Christmas. Uh, it seems to be also Disneyland Paris, if you're listening, that um, uh, Mickey is often in the Disneyland Hotel windows while he's waving from the train station at night. So. You know, it's not a, it's not a long segment. It's only about half an hour when the park closes. Maybe uh, you know, maybe the Disneyland hotel staff can uh, I don't know, just uh, suggests that you know characters go in a different room just for that time period. Um, it gets confusing for young guests who don't quite understand. Even I am confused. Um, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, how can that? I don't what what you're saying can't be true, Ben. But I'll yeah, trust I don't you. Know. It cannot be true. It is not true. All right. <laughs> So the uh, you know going going by the schedule, the next thing uh, that is happening is the Christmas parade, and um, that is at Disneyland Park, and everyone loves the Christmas parade this year. Uh, there is a new music. Excellent. What are we thinking about the music? Uh, 
they hyped they they really are hyping the music what i mean is that you don't only have it at the parade but for instance a few shows i'm not gonna run too far ahead but there's uh, the stitchmas there's the uh, sing-along at uh, the studios each after every show they're gonna repeat the song that plays during the parade so it does catch up with you because you hear it a lot during the day if you go to different shows because they keep on playing it so i'm mm. saying it's it's not too bad if you hear it in person you have to get comfortable with it but i think it can grow on me definitely yeah okay and the other thing is uh, the uh, toy factory float has been reworked and repainted much yeah. brighter but it was already bright it was already very more, bright now it's more extremely colors, bright more rats more yeah i don't know it looks better and there's a new it platform like on it fuller. so okay i don't know well if, i think uh, you know when they debuted it was it last year that they started that float i think it was last or year two years ago uh, last year, yeah, it was added recently to the parade, and uh, it was one of the uh, actually the two new floats that they added at that time were late. And when that one came out, I think it was the last one to come out. Uh, the reaction was not great, so it's good that they listened and realized that you know it, it was a bit subpar, and they and worked on it. So about the music, up. and again, Disneyland Paris, if you are listening, I'm gonna make your money. Put your printing money machine, money printing machine, ready. CDs, CDs. I know. I'm, I'm the one that will always say CDs. It's, it's done. We're, we're done with it. Throw them away. We're never gonna buy them again. But if I'm at Disney, I'm gonna buy a CD with the Christmas song. I know when, when, ten year, eleven years ago, the Chanson Noël. I still have that CD that was so awesome. And they have a new song. They can just. Put it on a little single like they did for the 25th anniversary if they take the same time schedule we'll have the christmas song by easter but on the other hand just make a cd let people buy it it makes it gives them a nice souvenir they have the song in their hat and it's nice also put it on itunes maybe i was gonna say that because uh, you know when movie check it uh parade is it a parade <laughs> Um, at Magic Kingdom, uh, debuted a new uh, song. They actually put it on iTunes, and there's a lot of Disney Parks music on iTunes. So hopefully, the, after the takeover, now we get more Disneyland Paris music on iTunes. Because I, I don't just think there's want anything to, so to make them more money. You know, buy the CD. It has a nice cover. But do they want to make more That's money? That's more the question. <laughs> so next up, um, after the parade, you could technically go to. Or would you go to the it's, studios? It depends. It depends. Uh, you could go on weekdays, on weekends for Stitchmas. You have to wait <laughs> until three o'clock. But uh, just walk up ah. to uh, Mickey's Christmas Big Band, and you won't disappointment. And you can sit inside. How cool is that? It's warm. And so let's talk about that show. First of all, it is a copy of a Tokyo Disney Sea show, and just saying that should just say that it's amazing, because they have really good entertainment over there in Tokyo. And um, and also let me add that uh, the Japanese fans noticed, and they were very vocal about it, 
mostly in shock that we got a show that they really appreciated over there. So we're the thieves from Europe. <laughs> the only thing they didn't really quite love uh, were the costumes, but you know, it's Paris. We're recycling, so they're from they're from the April twelfth celebration. They're very nice costumes. I don't know if they really fit the big band look, but we're still in the twenty fifth anniversary celebration of a year and a half, uh, and you know why not? Uh, but the show itself. It's really amazing. It's uh, you know lots of energy, music, costumes, dance, tap dancing. Uh, people love it. There are cues to get into Videopolis, which I cannot remember the last time that I've seen cues to get inside Videopolis. Definitely not for Jedi Training Academy, um, which is not a bad show no. either. But definitely on, on that level. Note: Do know that the logistics at the first weekend were horrible. You there's nothing. There's no sign that says clearly where you have to line up. So people start lining up from both sides, you know, you have uh, the toilet side and the restaurant side, but you can enter, you, you can't, it, they block it off. So you have to enter through the, the, the two arcades, well, the two arcades that there used to be. And the first day there were people queuing up inside and then they said, okay, no, the queue has to be outside. And so they pushed everybody outside in the rain again, Disneyland Paris again in the rain cold. So that was confusing. So I have seen now on a picture we posted that they have a, a clearly marked uh, waiting area outside. Again, outside, but hey, it's Paris. It's always sunny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the logistics in, in the first weekend. Well, there's not really room to have, ev- to have them. You have the big inside. arcade. They're empty. The two arcades are empty. They could put easily a waiting line arcade, in yeah. two arcades and then left and right from the stage you could just line them up there so it would be possible to do that inside but yeah it's the first weekend you should work at guest it, it was the first weekend so and i think they were a bit <laughs> surprised uh with the success of the show and i was absolutely somebody um somebody had a good explanation about that and people misunderstanding uh the word show and animation Last year, the music show with Goofy was considered an animation. You would go there, it was like 10 to 15 minutes. You could walk by, sit, watch, and you would be gone. This is a show. You line up, you sit, you stay there for 20 minutes, and then it's over and refill it. The animation parts, you can always stand there. You can always keep seated through the whole day. They wouldn't throw you out because it was an animation. This now is a real show, and it's a long show. You can check it out on our YouTube page. <laughs> well, can you? It is, is it on, on As From Tomorrow. Okay, all right. Um, <clears throat> so great show, and great job, Disneyland Paris, for not only recognizing that it's a good show and foreign resort and bringing it over. And uh, they... Only tidbit of info that we'll probably talk about on Twitter uh, soon um, is that they are watching the show very closely in order to actually uh, keep it into Videopolis past the Christmas season in its non-holiday version, which is the main version that used to be at uh, Disney Sea. Um, so that should yeah. be exciting. Hopefully, the show will stay because it's a sure hit for uh, Videopolis, which is a great stage. And needs a great show. It needs something permanent that really brings in the crowds. I think it's uh, great. It's good for capacity of the park. Keeps people in there for half an hour. 
uh, you know, it's cool in the summer, it's warm in the winter. Oh, I think it's good. and I have I have good the recycle ID for Disneyland Paris. So again, if you're listening, can you imagine if they paint the rocks blue? You have all those brown rocks now that don't fit in. Please do not. They're no. still there. Paint them blue no. like they did with the princess wagon in, in the back in the days. Paint it blue. Paint it blue. No. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I don't know if there's any blue paint left, Axel. I was talking about that on Twitter with one of our uh, uh, readers, and uh, and we were saying that it would be really cool if they had some sort of like metallic, um, um, you know, design, mm-hmm. like sort of like a copper, copper metallic sun-shaped design, something that would remind you a little bit of a uh, original Space Mountain, a little bit of the outside of the building so, for the, each side of the stage instead yeah, of the basically, rocks. Basically, I think it would be a great get option. the rocks out of there. That's that's a. I think yeah. it's time. They've been there since yeah. two thousand four, since the Lion King, and uh, they've been reusing them and moving them. And uh, no, they need to go. Yeah. The, yeah. Because yeah, they I used agree. to go really all around the stage. They used to be about twice mm-hmm. or maybe three times the number of them, and then every time they sort of remodel Videopolis, a little bit goes away, but no. never all of it. Never all of it. <laughs> and there's plenty of options to do a cool side of the stage that matches Videopolis. But hey, maybe one day. On the bright side. Maybe Once you exit the theater, you can go right up to the castle stage for Merry Stitchmas. Yes. So I would let you guys uh, talk about Merry Stitchmas because I don't want, I didn't want to spoil myself too much. Obviously, I've seen little tidbits of it. Is it good? It is really good. I think you cannot, this season, other seasons, you can say, okay, there's that one surprise of the season. You know, that one show that really sticks out. With this Christmas, everything including, so also stage shows as projection shows, you have a few like big hits. There's not just one big hit. You have the big band, you have Mary Stitchmas that goes on to the same level as entertainment as the anniversary show, the Mickey's Wishing Anniversary Show, the 25th show. Also, a lot of characters... Um, the music is good. The dancing is good. You see Stitch coming out in different costumes. And it's it's really amazing. And we have watched today um, a video of a Christmas Stitch show uh, over in Florida, in Walt Disney World. It's by night because it's a party, of course. But I can say our show is better. I like it way more. Yeah. Awesome. And again, all the big ones are there, right? Uh, Mickey, Minnie, Daisy, Donald, Goofy. They're all there and Stitch. So it's it's a nice filling show. Uh, it, it goes by very fast because it's it's really nice to see uh, the songs. It's yeah, it's a hit, definitely. A must a must see Good. on on each and every trip, without a doubt. Oh my gosh! Okay. And a good good choice of uh, Stitch because I think there's a lot of Stitch fans in Disneyland Paris, and they all very appreciate to see the little blue abomination. Well, especially on stage. if you see that he has all those, all his different <laughs> outfits. You know, more like an Elvis type yeah. than more the Hawaiian uh, surfing type, and then at the end as as Santa Claus. So it's it is really yeah. a, a really nice and. Yeah. Michael, what what do you have? Michael is showing us his Stitch collection. What is this? Like a circle? What is it? So it's the vinyl with the soundtrack from the movie on it. Oh, really? Very cool. What are you saying, Michael? Giveaway? 
<laughs> very cool printed vinyl. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. No, it's it's. Uh, I'm very nice. You should post a photo of it uh, when we post a podcast so people can see. I'm it. a it's big. Really cool. uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of, of Santa uh, Stitch. And if you mm -hmm. ask me uh, to jump onto a meet and greet, I could go without uh, the, the 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 rabbits. Uh, so uh, Thumper and Miss Bunny. If they. Well, this is that's the same, the same as last year. But it's not Easter. It's Christmas, please. Uh, if they would have... But they're cute and fluffy, Yeah, but you know. can you imagine? We had Stitch there for Halloween. Put Stitch there in his Christmas outfit. People would go wild. They would go wild. And they would. I mean, talking about the other meet and greets, you just have um, Jack Skellington in his Santa outfit. Which is cool. Which is good. On the other hand, again, uh, Scrooge McDuck, again in the 25th anniversary outfit. We have them like we had him for Halloween in that outfit. Now for Christmas, I mean, I did love his Christmas outfit. I kind of yeah. wish he would have come out in his uh, yeah. Christmas outfit. I, I think it's. It's not a secret that I think the 25th anniversary should be done at the end of the year. It's not going to be, but. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> um, so, uh, no, Michael, are you shocked? Do you like the 25th anniversary? No, no, I was shocked because I, I assumed he wasn't in a Christmas outfit because they didn't have one. I forgot until no, you no, mentioned they have it. One. And, yeah. Hmm. yeah, it's a really cool one too. You know what? Like you know how you can see that the Christmas season has such big hits? Look at all the Disney accounts. Everybody's talking about the big band, Parade, Merry Stitchmas. The, the Goofy's Incredible Christmas. I just came across that we also have a Frozen sing-along. We do. <laughs> Which, funny enough, we haven't even nobody, covered yet. Nobody, <laughs> it's Tuesday tomorrow. Nobody. <laughs> I only realized when I looked in Park Pal the other day, I was like, oh, it's, it's yeah, there. Nobody it's gives it is there. a beep about... Well, you know, it's it's not going to come back next year because the theater is going under construction, and I doubt they would relocate it somewhere. So, yeah. I mean, I'm okay. Uh, enjoy it while it's there because maybe people will miss it. Oh, I will. And I'm I'm okay with it. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm really okay with it. But yeah, I mean, there are better things to do in the Christmas season than the Frozen sing along. And are one of those things, and do one of those things include uh, sing me a Merry Christmas? Yes and no. I have. And Michael has a little iPad drawn. Why? iPod. What is with the obsession with iPod? I have... Sorry. <laughs> iPad. I iPod. have seen. It's so old, I don't ever remember the name. <laughs> I have seen the show, and I have seen it, unfortunately, by, by night. It was uh, six or seven o'clock, the, the last show, actually. Um, so. That's at six, yeah, uh, six o'clock in one weekends. It's a bit weird because they're having a conversation with Mickey and Minnie that Mickey and Minnie take up FaceTime and they're at the courtyard, but with blue skies and clear skies and then you're at night. So that's kind of weird. Okay. But that's, you know, that's just a little detail. That's not too bad. But then they, the whole, before the show starts, they, the singers text each other on screen it's it's a play but that's awkward and then the big question and then the biggest question of all 
We have really talented people at Disneyland Paris. There's a lot of talented people at Disneyland Paris. There's a lot of English-speaking talented people at Disneyland Paris. Why, Disneyland Paris, if you're listening, why do you take a French guy to sing English Christmas songs? I mean... Because everything is in English. Oh, so you mean they don't have two guys from the UK or from the States that can sing that? <laughs> yeah, 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 that, that I doesn't mean, make sense. And maybe, maybe a French version was considered and he was hired and they changed I mean, the, the guy is, is really know. nice, but he, he has that accent. Uh, I mean, it's... It, oh. Maybe it's part of the charm of coming to Disneyland Paris is you have people with sexy French accent. <laughs> uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm like prefer, but okay. on the other hand, I wasn't too keen on all the texting, but they have some cool, nice Christmas songs. Did you ever heard? That it's the first time I hear. Maybe I'm, I'm way back and text me a merry Merry Christmas. Have you ever heard that song? Oh, uh, we were talking about that the other day. Um, yeah, it's apparently from. It, it was. It's featured in the Magic Kingdom show, but it's like even from before that it existed. It's. Uh, yeah. I think Kristen Bell uh, yeah. initiated that and, song. Kristen Bell of Frozen fame. And it was like, um, text me a Merry yeah. Christmas. And I was. In, uh, when I hear the song, I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, it's catchy, but we were driving home and I said, go on Spotify, find me that song. And then we listened to that song <laughs> driving back. So there's, that's really nice because it's. It, the show starts off, you know, with the texting, and I'm not like, this is a little, it's awkward. You know, the texting is awkward. Just leave that part. Leave the whole iPod part, like, are you coming in and blah, blah, blah. Just go to the singing. Those songs are so nice, even with the French accent. But afterwards, it, it, it gives you a good feeling. You, you really have a good feeling after you've seen that little show. And also, um, um, you know, when they came up with uh, Mariah Carey, other one from Christmas is You, I was kind of sold. Not going to lie. <laughs> wasn't too keen at the beginning. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll enjoy this. Um, so it's Christmas On the other classic. hand, I know you're going to be and, um, mad at me because I'm going to turn back in time just five minutes. Uh, Mingy, the Five minutes? We don't have five during minutes. During <laughs> the Mary Stitchmas, Minnie sings All I Want for Christmas is You. I would leave that part. I would I would have let that out. So it's it's nice that they sing little parts, but that part of mini singing is just, is just too long. It's not good. It's not good. It's not too okay. long. But the show is great. But that's too long. That's okay. the one bit yeah. I heard a snippet of. Like I've been trying to stay away from things for, because I'm going in early December, so I want really? it to be fresh in my mind when I go. That's awesome. We yeah. have to meet up. Surprise. I'm gonna try to come too. Maybe. Yeah. How cool would that be? Yeah. We should all we meet should up, all Michael. Meet up. Maybe we can do the podcast. I don't know if we can there. make it work. But we could yeah, <laughs> live from the parks. Um, <laughs> Don't give away all the secrets. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the one. That's the one that I saw with uh, Minnie singing yeah. in Mary Stitchmas, and I was a bit uncomfortable. But I'm glad, based on what you said, that the rest. Oh no, is the rest great. is great. That's that's the only part. And and uh, although, as I said, the the single, well, I don't know, sing along or what do they call it? Sing me a Merry Christmas. It starts off awkward, but it, it gives you that warm Christmas feeling. And again, I would consider this under the animation. And not really show. Yeah. Definitely, I think it's yeah, it's definitely sold as that. But I agree with you that sometimes it's hard to understand yeah. which is which. Um, so let's wrap up quickly. We have one more show to talk about, and it's a big one. It's sort of like the big 
new nighttime spectacular for this Christmas. Goofy's Incredible Christmas. Um, I think fun is a good way to describe it. Um, technically beautiful. I think they've done really well with the projection on Tower Terror. It's a mix, if you haven't seen videos, um, we're not going to spoil it for you too much. Um, it's a mix of stage performance with Disney characters and screen performance, could we call it that? And projections, lasers, um, you know, light beams and fireworks on Tower Terror as well. So it's a little bit of a multimedia. Uh, think of it as the uh, uh, Christmas uh, equivalent oh, of it's Star way Wars better. show. <laughs> it's, In terms of technical. It's way better. Um, you, but, you, get, uh, you, you have an, yeah. a, an extra projection on the right side of the stage where you see Santa. So that's an extra projection they, they didn't have there before. And I can tell you just filming that, you can watch as many YouTube videos as you want. You have to see that show live because you can go way back to do the tower and that's really nice. But then again, you can't do the show with the characters because the light of the screen is too too bright and then you have the screen itself which also is incorporated and then at the end they put on christmas light strings everywhere so you you have to stand there in the middle to get into the whole vibe you even i tried to to put on a video on it even eating any two tried to put on a video there a bit early that was a bit cheeky yeah did we so I don't know but what from you're a nice about. point of view, a really nice point of view. <laughs> it was there for a second. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's it is it's an amazing show. You have to see it in real life. You you could not capture that uh, on video. So if you do go uh, as guests, know that there are a lot of people uh, taking their time to do that show four or five, maybe six times to film that. Leave the filming like that. Just keep your mobile phone in your pocket. Enjoy the show. And afterwards, with the family, go check out on YouTube. Somebody will done it better than you did. And just enjoy it with the family and don't try to capture it. It's, it's impossible. I agree. And it's great to have uh, something to look forward to to finish your day at the studios. Um, you know, we're, I think if you listen to the podcast, you know what we think about Illuminations. Uh, but don't bother. Just go see oh, movie. It is. In, on weekends, <laughs> it is possible to do the two one thing that isn't possible, you can never, and I'm just going to check the time schedule because I, I have it laying here. You can never, ever do the Christmas lights and the Goofy show. It's impossible. Uh, and it's another thing no, we haven't talked about. It's the same as last year. It's all the same as last year. Well... Let's look forward to the Christmas season. If you're heading to Disneyland, Paris, to Disneyland Paris this Christmas, you won't be disappointed. You probably have a better time than Halloween. Um, I just have to say it. <laughs> uh, but good job. Good job, Disneyland Paris, this Christmas. Um, and this is going to be it for us tonight. Uh, I think we've covered a lot on Christmas. Uh, we'll be back in December with a special show and a few more surprises. And uh, actually, we're going to end this show with a little special surprise it comes from the original main street quartets uh, from 1992 who are friends of ours if you were here april 12 you you might have uh, met them and heard them sing on main street they have actually recorded back in the 90s an album of uh, music that they were kind enough to share with us so uh to finish uh, the episode this uh this month we're gonna 
play a few songs uh, from this these awesome guys um, who are such a staple on Main Street. It's really too bad that they're not there anymore, but uh, but they're still around, so uh, we'll, we'll hear more from them. Those uh, were the good days when they still uh, made soon. CDs and they still wanted to make money. They're the good days. <laughs> well, thank you guys. Thank you, Excel. Thank you, Michael, for uh, being on the show again uh, this month. Um, and uh, we will see you in approximately one month with more news and discussions and topics and uh, and uh, maybe CDs. CDs? What do you mean CDs? <laughs> CDs? What? <laughs> thank Bye. you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time. Come closer, the nicest part of any melodies when it's sung in harmony. So put another nickel in, in the Nickelodeon. We'll sing anything for you, anything you want us to, all we want to hear is music, 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 with Darkness on the Delta, it's time my heart is light. When it's darkness on the Delta, let me linger in the shadow of the night. Fields of garden all around me, voice singing sweet and low. Lord, I'm lucky that you found me when the bloody mystery wards flow. Lounging on the levee, listen to the nightingale. We no one's heart is heavy All God's children got someone to love When it's darkness on the Delta Only heaven is inside When it's darkness on the Delta Let me linger in the shelter of the night Lounging on the levee Listen to the nightingale Above, laughter on the levee No one's heart is heavy All God's children got someone to love Shelter of the night. Oh, let me linger in the shelter of the night.